Hello and welcome to another podcast from The Practical Medium, and I am Michelle, your Practical Medium. As ever, something, something, whatever, that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I have been, um, I'm going to segue in here. This is going to be more of a, a, um, a, a brain fart kind of thing, more as a uh, mental exhaust, as I like to more politely put it. Uh, kind of episode because primarily my initial um, my initial intention of doing this got dragged out by by longer than I wanted to. I actually wanted to do a follow up episode to Halloween because I didn't manage to get uh, Linda this year. Uh, just never managed to make it work. So I will get something going sometime because. She wants to talk about the different aspects of Halloween as it means to her as um, on a spiritual level as opposed to, you know, the, the, the oopy goopy spoopy stuff. So I figured, eh, we can do that anytime. So, and I just never got around to getting it together. So we will do that eventually and I will get her back on, get back onto it. Meanwhile, I was um, initially been trying to do this since like literally the first of the month because on uh, Halloween... I was watching Pay Money Wubby do a, um, on, he's on Twitch. He does, he was doing a live ghost hunt, and I think the guy that was running it invited uh, streamers to do this so they could do it live on stream. And I found it very interesting to see how everybody reacted, um, how they were interpreting what they were getting and compared to what I was picking up. And even with my own ears, I was picking stuff up and they were completely whiffing on it. And that's when they were using the spirit boxes. So it was, you know, so I would just sat there and I'm like, oh, this is good fodder. This is a good topic for a podcast. So I just never managed to get around to doing it immediately afterwards. So this is going to be going off of a week and a half old memory, but that's okay because it's more my impressions that I want to talk about than what the details are. But something else happened. So let me tease a little bit. Last week... The reason, part of the reason why I couldn't get anywhere is because on Friday I was in the northwest suburbs. Saturday I was in the west suburbs. Sunday I was in Wisconsin, and that becomes relevant soon. Uh, Monday I was out in the southeast suburbs. You know, and I'm supposed to work in between all this. When the hell do I have a time to record a podcast? Anyway, wine, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. So the trip to Wisconsin is... Um, got relevance because there's, if you're uh, watching the news, you'll know that there is a major trial going on with, in, in um, I think it's being held in Racine, or it's not held in Racine, it's, uh, but it basically it has to do with the events with Kyle Rittenhouse that happened uh, in August 2020. And I will get back to that. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm going to tease because it's, um, I normally do not like getting political. I don't like getting, uh, you know, stuff that gets attention uh, and like, and it can lead to so many different interpretations where I'm just a straight shooter, you know, I, I, life is life. I'm not, I'm not interested in the kind of, you know, and chasing down celebrities and telling them about shit. Um, You know, I, if you were to give me a celebrity to have, to do the thing, to do my routine with them, sure, fine, do it, no problem. But I don't go looking for dead celebs. They sometimes find me, yes, and it's just like, this is just too weird for me, so I avoid it. This is something that I don't care for much either, what happened, but there's probably, um, and right now, a reason I haven't sussed out that ha- for this to happen, 
And now that I've gotten all that out of the way, before I start rambling, I'm going to shut the hell up. And also, before I get any further, I have a new game, Tetris. So I'm not playing uh, solitaire anymore. I'm playing Tetris in the background. So if there's a clicky sound, that's my keyboard. And also, I have a funky allergy thing going on. I think it's allergies. It's not acting like a cold that I've ever known. And it's not corona. I'm fine. I'm clear of that shit. But so if I have to stop and blow my nose, I, I apologize for any jump cuts in the audio beforehand because I know those can be annoying. But when your nose needs to be cleaned out, you know, so you can breathe, you got to do what you got to do. All right. So enough bullshitting. Let me start out with the first topic which is observations of live ghost hunts from people who have no clue what they're doing. Now, um, pay, I, the Pay Money Wubby and his, uh, his partners uh, and some other streamers, I believe, did a live ghost hunt on their streams while they were somewhere around San Diego, I want to say, like an old San Diego zoo set, setup. There, they were there before sundown. They invest. They they walked around the place to get an idea of where they were going to be going, what they were going to be doing, get a feel for the grounds. And at one point, Wubby goes, "Oh, this is fine. I can deal with this. This isn't scary. I'm gonna kick some ghosts' asses." You know, it's pretty much how he um, um, came across, and so did everybody else and of course I forgot to mute my phone so we're just going to ignore that sound in the background uh so everybody's like yeah this is handleable we can deal with this and the guy who's running the ghost hunt whose name I cannot recall at the moment um you could I've been watching him and he goes he's going to scare the shit out of these people he knows it and this is he's just going to have a grand old time doing it in the sense that he knows that people are going to get reaction get get stuff happening to them that they can't explain and uh so sure enough I watched this, I don't know, for how many hours. The um, the daytime, once the night falls, it's a whole new ball game. Our primal instincts kick in during the night, and we start thinking that there's all kinds of scary crap out there that's going to eat us and, you know, and drag us away from our warm fires and turn us into a meal because it's very primal. It's just something that is, very, it's just our instinct to survive, and that's part of it. So the, the whole fight or flight Danger Will Robinson, Danger Will Robinson alerts going enough in the head. And they experienced that in, you know, as they were doing this. And they're trying, you know, uh, everybody at some point or another was trying to put on a front. Oh, I'm brave. I can handle this. And the fact of the matter is the only difference between the daytime and the nighttime is the fact that it's this. Everything's the same geologically. It's just dark outside and you got a freaking flashlight. Use it. So, but of course they have to go into places and be in complete darkness and, you know, get the whole scare thing. And the funny thing about this too, was that the guy who ran the ghost hunt had a trailer and it looked like freaking phasmophobia. I don't know if that was intentional or just theater or if that's how he runs, but that was kind of funny. So it's like, you got a trailer and you're sending people out just like, you know, but you don't have the, uh, the whole sanity stuff and uh, other things to keep people from going crazy. So they did have the same tools, and um, when I was listening, um, for whatever reason, I'm pretty. I can pick up stuff on um, spirit boxes, the ones that scan radios. I can always hear what something's being said pretty accurately. I, I just I can. It some some people it that some people can't. Some people can. Some people get in between. So they whiffed a lot on the spirit boxes. From what I was hearing, they missed opportunities for interactions. Was there anybody there who was mean and nasty? Nah, just people who sit in there going like, let's screw with the living a little bit, but nothing in serious danger and just 
you know, let's see what we can get going. So throughout the night of watching this stuff, you know, they were cycling in and out of feeling confident and then, and then, then have, you know, feeling like scared. And it just was so interesting because it's one of those things that with Wubby comes up now and again with uh, the spiritualism because he's trying to figure out if there's life before, after death kind of thing, which we all do. And he puts it on the stream and then he goes and does a ghost hunt and he's not sure what he's supposed to believe. I didn't watch all the way to the end to get his opinion on it or listen to anything. It was just interesting to see how everybody reacted and handled it. And, you know, it's like it's Halloween, so we got to do a ghost hunt kind of thing. You know, and it's like, well, maybe you should go during a time where it's not Halloween and there's fewer people around. Unless um, distractions. So you're more practiced in, at this now because you've already done it once and you can actually see, feel, hear for yourself what goes on in these places. Um, so there were people, when, with Wubby's thing, when they were on the, the radio, um, excuse me, the spirit box gave them the best results. Uh, they did get the EMF detectors to go off and that's normal because, you know, the dead are everywhere. You're going to get some passerby who sets off an EMF detector, period. It's not not gonna from my point of view it's just normal and i know people freak out because oh my god something's sensing them but there's nobody here well they are here you're just you're our norm our natural senses aren't strong enough to pick this stuff up big deal but again medium i know this stuff's around i can sense it so of course for me it's just like yeah another tuesday in in may kind of thing and uh he just there were opportunities missed there were um, freakouts galore, of course. Um, did anybody have their mind changed? I don't know. I really don't. It doesn't really affect me or anything in, t in that regard. But it was interesting just to watch how normies handle this stuff. Because I spent my life as an, as somebody who is neurotypical, a neurotypical rather. Uh, and uh, just you, if you're autistic and you're sensitive and you are uh, trying to just be a normal human being and you nobody wants to work with you. Yeah, life's messed up. So watching them do this stuff and, you know, it's like it's it, it, it was just kind of like almost boring in a way. It was fun to sit there and watch the humanity. It was fun to sit there and watch how they reacted. It was kind of interesting to see how they they tried to parse what they understood, what uh, interpret what they heard or saw. Well, they did, I don't think anybody saw anything. They felt, I think, maybe once... But they didn't really uh, get much evidence apart from the EMF detectors and the um, the spirit boxes. And for anybody who wants to do this stuff on their own, spirit boxes, actually, I re highly recommend them. I've actually done an, uh, a, a podcast about them. They are, as you record what you are picking up so you can review the audio later and um, and go back over with a different, with headphones. Because you will pick up responses that you may not have heard with your ears. And they are, you know, so you'll be like, wait, there was somebody there. And, oh my God, what do I do now? Nothing. Just be yourself and go on with life knowing that you talk to a dead person. Right, right. Anyway, I'm so, I'm so blasé. So that was, I, I was interesting that I'm sitting there going, wow, this is dull and boring. You know, it's like, have I gotten to this point of my, my, my life that this stuff just doesn't interest me? I don't know. And I'm sure they had the time of their lives. They still might be trying to figure out what happened, if they experienced anything or not, because it wasn't exactly an active location, too many people around to, and as a, from for various reasons. And there was even a video being filmed. 
So there's just too much around, too much ambient background noise for it to be a really good ghost hunt. You need places to be quiet because you don't need people blundering around and making noise in the background, which was going on there. So eh, they had a, did they have a legit ghost experience? Sure. Was it a great one? No. Will they probably go back and do it again? Who knows? Do I care? Not really. So that is my takedown <laughs> on the streamer's Halloween. Um, and, you know, it's just the, what I'm seeing actually, if I'm to analyze, what I'm seeing in terms of technology is apart from Gary Galka and some, maybe some, a few people, there's not a whole lot pushing the envelope right now in terms of technology for ghost hunting. And that could be because COVID has put people back at their drawing board since they had more time. Or we just haven't figured out how to make it better. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's like there's always me, the, the people like me with being a medium. You know, but hey, we're, we're, we're human. We're meat bags, so we're subjective, I guess. We need to have, you know, more scientific uh, stuff to tell you that, yep, there's a ghost there. So, uh, enough rambling on that one. Um it's just observational, and I just wanted to lay it out there, but it's not exactly the most groundbreaking or interesting thing. So we'll switch topics now. I mean, I don't find it interesting. Maybe you do, but and if you do, well, then that's why you're listening to my podcast, right? Right. And yeah, I'm a little cranky because I'm tired and uh, sick. I'm not sick. I don't feel sick. I don't, it's just something going on in my sinuses, which sucks. I will get, now I will switch segue into the story that I, uh, about, what happened to me while I was sitting in a diner uh, in uh, near Kenosha, Wisconsin that Sunday night. Um, so I was up there with a friend of mine, and she wanted to stop and get something, um, get a soda to drink so she could wake up on the way home. And I was like, sure, I could use one too. So we're sitting in this restaurant, and we had had this conversation on previously on Thursday about what had happened with... Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, because she used to be a paralegal and we were looking at the legal implications about it. And I'm not overly interested in these stories, not because um, I don't want to have an opinion or be influenced. It, they're just, you know, it's it just after a while, it there's better things in my I have to do with my life other than getting involved in somebody's pain, because these are what these are. And it's not to be callous towards the people that lost their lives and, um, I'm saying this now for a reason. It'll make sense later. I just am one person and I do what I can to, to make a difference in the world. And if that's it, it's all I can really do. I think it's all all of us can really do. We get work together as a whole. We do a lot of things. We work together as an individual. We can still do a lot of things. So, But as an individual, we only have so much energy and time in a given day to do things. So I have to pick and choose what it is. I need to focus on and these things are I just don't watch the news I don't listen to the news apart from head you know I read headlines I'll go to our news on reddit really and that's where I get most of my news and maybe some newspapers it's just too much to try to keep up with and that's partly because I'm a medium and I don't like too much influence from outside sources at times either because then that can screw up my own my not my vibrational energy holy crap where did that come from but it can it can screw up my own sense of well-being and i've had enough of that in my life i'm gonna pick and choose all right so on to the story as i said i've set this up i was sitting in this old diner near um not too geographically not too far from where the actual event happened 
Oh, my friend has a tendency to forget that she had already talked about this with me, and we were going to about to we were just about to go through the same story for the umpteenth for the second time. Now, when I first when I first talked about this with her, I had zero reaction. You you heard how I feel about it. It's how I felt about it that day, and I'm like, well, it's interesting talking about the technical deals details of the case, but I, I'm not too interested in talking much more than that because I really got to get out of here, um, and. So I had already discussed this with her. I had zero reaction. Nothing. Nothing at all. It was just blah. So you can imagine my surprise is when we're sitting there in this restaurant that's not too far from where the altercation took place. I think maybe about a couple of miles away. Uh, she starts talking about it and she starts talking about that, saying the exact same thing she said on Thursday. Um... And I'm going, so I'm starting to go, okay, we've already gone through this part. Can we, can we get to the meat of what you're talking about and save some time? And I do that. It's like, if you're going to repeat something, I'm going to make you go, okay, is there something new you want to talk about? Or can we get something deeper in here? Or can we change the channel? So as I'm about to do that, I have in my head a yelling, a screaming, yelling male, not like scream as in pain, but scream as in rage. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Who is this? What the, you know, and I, I had no time to react, but so I told my friend, I said, I, I said, hang on a second. I've got somebody, in my, she knows I'm a, a medium. I said, I've got somebody here and they are, they're just blowing my head up right now with a yell and it's not pain. And I explained the same thing I just said. And I said, so I, I tuned in for a second and I got nothing. I just got this gelatinous blob of emotion. Uh, he, this, I had put, managed to get the, the yelling to stop, yell scream to stop. So it was kind of just like, what's there? Nothing. Um, there's so, and I, and then as I tune in a little further, it's who I call him skateboard guy because I don't remember his name. And that's why I referred to why I don't have a whole lot of knowledge about this case. I really don't. All I can remember is this guy was skateboard guy because I see a shadowy figure in my head with a skateboard and he's uh, wearing a, I guess he's, he seem, always seems to be wearing a backpack to me. I don't know if he really was or wasn't, but it's something he's showing me. And I see him with his back to uh, Rittenhouse and um, turning around and swinging the skateboard because in his mind, he thought he was going to get, get shot with a gun. So that's why he swung first. Now, this is what I'm told. I really don't give, it's like, I don't care about the, really, the accuracies to the whole thing. He's, this is just what I'm telling me in this moment. And I'm just sorting this out and I'm going, um, okay, fine. This is your story, whatever. Uh, I'm, so I, I said to her, so it calmed down. It got quiet. I, so I thought. And I said to her, okay, go ahead and continue on. And she starts going back into talking about the legalities once again that we had talked about last Thursday. And all of a sudden, I am just engulfed in this this awful energy. It, anger, um, you know, just, just rage, pissed, wants justice so bad um, in... It's all a feeling that is, it's just going throughout my central nervous system. I said, okay, okay, stop, stop. I told her to stop talking. And I said, I'm not being rude to you. I can't just, let's, let me get myself under control. 
I even got to the point where I smacked the table with my fist because this was so strong. I'm just trying to get some semblance of control with my emotions and get this guy to either, if he's going to do this, you know, to talk to me, he's going to have to be an adult about it. He jumped me, he basically. He basically jumped me. And I didn't, wasn't able to ground what is called grounding down, which is to get rid of excess energy out of your nervous system. Couldn't do it because he had, by that point, he had such a grip on me. So my friend who knew, knows I'm a medium, but she's never really seen me in action because there's been no reason, um, was just sitting there slack-jawed. And I said, yeah, we got to change the topic. We got to change the channel. We, you know, it's just like, I can't talk about this because as much, the more we talk about this, the worse this is going to get. So she said, sure, no problem. Because she saw how it was affecting me. She, you know, she's known me just as normal Michelle with, a little bit of extra special sauce, not a medium who can get jumped by somebody else's energy. And she's probably never seen it either. It's not something that's, you know, that mediums have always happened to them. Um, it just happened. So for me, I was a convenient target. I'm also kind of uh, have a weakness in that regard. And it's easier for the dead to jump me. Not so much now, but in the past it was easier. So it... Uh, um, it quieted down or so I thought, and we finished off our drinks, which were sodas, um, and we got out of there and, um, we started heading back home to Chicago. I still had this motherfucker with me. Uh, so I went, I, I'm like, there's no way I can just, um, go home this way, this way. It was just too much it was i'm over being overwhelmed and i can't i can't fight with this guy and get him out while i'm driving so i had to stop at a uh, there's a mat anybody who knows the area will know this grocery store i'm talking about but i'm just going to keep it qt but there is a grocery store up there that is the size of a costco and it was a perfect place for me to go and walk around to clear out my energy so i did i shopped i acted normal I didn't act like I had, you know, uh, somebody who was, you know, shot dead, you know, in, is, in the court case was going on. You know, it's like I didn't act, you know, it's like I just acted myself. So to, it took me, by the, so by the time I walked out of the store, all of a sudden I could feel the release. It was just like I was getting myself back. It was awesome. It was like rain washing over me, literally. I could feel the sweetness of normalcy come back. It was literally that, he was literally that dirty to me because it was like cleaning him out of me, off of me. Sorry for the innuendos for anybody. But getting him out of his system, getting him out of my system was the best feeling I had had all night. It was relief. And I did get information as to why the anger, why he jumped me, what was going on on it came down to the fact that he was he's angry that he's dead he's angry that he's dead in the fashion that he's in it wasn't being death state which i was looking thinking maybe that's the case no he was angry that rittenhouse is alive and he was dead and this is one of those things why i don't care for these big name cases is because you know, it's it's a little pat sometimes that somebody's thinking this, but this is how he felt. This is, and how he probably still feels, but there ain't no way I'm going to check in with him because he was so rude and did what he did. Uh, but he, um, he's just, 
absolutely in this massive state of rage. He's not happy he's dead. He's not happy what's going on. And he completely dislikes, hates all the negative words you can think of uh, of Rittenhouse. He just does, just does not want any... Oh, I gotta pause here. I forgot that the heater's on and it's actually cool enough at night to uh, get it going off and I didn't want to deal with that in the background. So anyway, apologize for that. So, uh, yeah, the um, I'm calling him Skateboard Guy because I just don't have it in me to look up his name and remember it. And he's he's righteous in his anger. I don't blame him for being angry like that. I don't blame him for feeling the way he does. It's not how he was a young man. And I he probably was an angry person in life. And, you know, but he, again, we all get that way. And it's normal. It's nature. And he had, he felt he had a future ahead of him and it was robbed and taken away from him. And I thought, well, you know, I was talking about this on Thursday and we were talking about using the skateboard as a weapon and nothing stone cold, no response from anything, no cop, no, no input from anything or anyone. It was just my own opinion and that, you know, and understanding what her opinion was. And then an accidental mention, because she forgot we talked about this, or she did, didn't forget, and she just wanted to talk about it again because it's on her brain, whichever, take your pick, um, just brings up this whole maelstrom, really. This, this storm, this person who is just so, feels so wronged by what happened and wants justice so badly. And... It's like I thought about it, and one of them, one of the reasons is physical proximity. Uh, the fact that I was close to uh, where he was was killed. I'm not going to. Honestly, I'm not going to use anything like I'm not going to say murdered. Uh, I'm going to say because the were I realized why he came through after hearing about the testimony this week. Um, he feel so. I will get to that in a second. Um, so it was proximity. It was the fact that I'm an, a medium and that he know he knew I could hear him. Uh, Ken could not keep him away from me. Ken, this guy's anger was rage was so much that not even, nobody was going to stop this dude from trying to jump me. I have to do, I have to fortify my defenses for that stuff. Anyway, so that, you know, it's like I realized on Monday as, uh, or was it Monday? Yes, I'm losing days of my week. Uh, I realized as I'm reading about how the case is going and that he, that Rittenhouse may very well have acted in self-defense, regardless of how I might feel about him being there and, with, you know, carrying a gun as a minor. Um, you know, the, the, the facts of the case are looking like that he's going to get an acquittal on most charges. So as I'm saying this, it is 11-10-2021, the date. So I'm dating this so, because, it, you know, I probably won't revisit in the future, but people who listen to this long after the verdict is announced know when this all happened. So the, the my getting jumped was on the 7th of November. And then the next day, the 8th, it comes out, you know, what really, you know, the, the details are really start coming out. So, skateboard guy, 
most likely, and I'm not going to go, again, I'm not going to go back looking for him, and I'm just going off of the memory of what I felt. He feels that Written, probably feels Rittenhouse is going to get off for his, for killing him. And in his mind, that's not justice served. That's justice denied. And that Rittenhouse needs to be punished for what he did. Now, this is not my opinion. This is not how I feel. I don't have really much of an opinion on it, as I said. Um, I, it's just another a tragedy that, in, that, is, that is humanity. And the law has to do what the law has to do. And, and unfortunately with him he may not get his uh terrestrial justice he may have to wait until Rittenhouse comes home so he can kick the living shit out of him and get his own justice back because that can be a thing so we'll see but i didn't appreciate being jumped i didn't appreciate you know trying to be used at somebody trying to use me as a vessel because i can't do anything all i can do is make a podcast to, to talk about my experience with this guy and and just, you know, leave it out there for people to make up their minds how they want to feel about him and how they want to feel about Rittenhouse, how they want to feel about even the case and what's going on and what's coming out in the wash, so to speak, now. So, you know, this is just one of those things where this is the life of a medium. I am just, I'm just a phone call. I'm just the, I'm just the phone helping connect the phone call. Really, I'm not nothing more than that. I'm fallible. I'm human. I can make I make the same value judgments as anybody else, and I'm not always right. And unfortunately, sometimes when I am, I don't want to be. So, in this regard, this is one of those things where it's just like I feel bad for him. I feel bad for everybody. You know, I wouldn't be human if I didn't have some feelings of sadness for everybody. But I can't fix it. I can't fix what happened to him. I can't go to the courthouse and act like some kind of, you know, white, uh, some white knight, so to speak, whatever the female form of a knight would be, because I can't think of it right now. And I used to be into Ren Fairs. I should know this. Uh, but, um, you know, I can't do anything. I can't change the outcome. I can't fix what happened. I can't bring him back. It's up to him to find the peace he needs to move forward or wait and wait wait in ambush Rittenhouse when if the time comes, who knows whenever that will be. But it's not my job. It's not it's nothing I can do about it. The story is interesting, but in the long run, it doesn't matter to me anyway. The what matters is is that things play out the way they're supposed to on this side of the fence and that um, the justice served is whatever it will be. And we have to live with it because we have to live in a society of laws in order to not, uh, you know, always be at each other's throats and destroying each other and not having a decent civilization, you know? So that is, you can tell that I'm still not comfortable even talking about this. I'm not, it's just, again, it's interesting. I don't, I don't care for what happened to me because it was uncomfortable. It was just goopy, gross anger that's not mine. Um, you know, feeling like, and I was, I, I'm pretty salty language as normal, and I don't do it too much in the podcasts, although today was an exception. Um, and if you know me in real life, if I, if you know me, every other word out of my mouth can some days be salt. And this guy made me like the, um, a mountain of salt. 
with with my language for a while afterwards and i'm like even i could even i didn't appreciate that because it just flies out and yes everything flies out of your mouth of our mouths every once in a while but this was extreme even for me oh yeah and then now i'm now i've got some crap going on my sinuses it's probably related who knows but sometimes it's not sometimes it is but the timing's suspicious so, and I was really, t they, oh, that was it. After I had gotten, thought I had cleared him the first time, I had stopped and I got Arby's. Yeah, if you're from the Midwest, buttered beef on a bun, but boy, is it good. Because I needed to eat. I was ravenous. This guy just sucked my energy down. And I just, ugh. I, I couldn't believe the amount of food I eat. I ate. I'm not an eater. And that was, you know, I'm just wolfing this food down like it was the la my first meal in months. Oh, this life is crazy. But, uh, so, yeah, we, this guy is just, I feel bad, as again, and I'm just thinking, there's, this is all, all I will probably ever have of this encounter. And part of me is recording it because I was in the, the, the right place at the right time before the the reality the, the truth i don't know what you want to call it the the, the facts of the the case come out and he knows that he's not going to get the justice he's seeking and again with dead people they do want justice as if they were alive and they do will do what they can to get it and this is no exception so yeah that was my last week anyway if you've made it this far, I'm winding it up because I'm realizing that there's no more, that the well is dry on this particular topic. And uh, again, thank you for tuning in and listening and listening to all the way through my ramblings and listening to me with my hoarse throat. Um, yeah, there was a Mr. Ed comment from Ken there. Yeah. Uh, and anything else I can think of? No, not until next time. So... One thing I will talk about, and it's like I've, I, I know that I, a couple of podcasts ago I talked about writing about stones and metaphysical stuff. So I will promise you guys, because I know that there's a lot of interest in it right now, um, I will line that up for the next episode. And with the, um, bef and I will even before I do that one, I'll let you guys know that I don't know meanings of stones, like what stone does what. You actually, it's like what I will tell you, you're going to have to go look it up in terms of you have a favorite stone and what does it do. But what I can do is I can talk about how certain properties enable stones to do what they do and how legit they are and should it be something you're buy you should buy. So, God, I had to pop my ears. This is my life. On that note... Uh, until next time, and hope everybody stays well. Thank you all for tuning in. You are all wonderful, and I love you all for being coming back time and time again to listen to my brain farts and my weirdness and my constant toe-turning stuff. Because Toe-turning as in I'm so embarrassed and I'm turning my toes in and I'm putting my arms behind my back, but I'm talking about it anyway, kind of routines. At least that's how it feels like to me. Anyway, take care, guys, and I'm going to stop repeating myself. I love you all. You're wonderful, and keep your heads up, keep your chins up, keep your heads up, and keep smiling because, remember, it's all small stuff. And take care. Thank you. Good night.